0: Okay, so today, um, well, most people last week were away or on Big Church Day Out, um, which we s- saw the pictures, um, we, we, had, we were away as well, but we were down in, in, in Crickith, um in Wales, and uh, we had Jane with us, joined us, that was lovely to have Jane with us. But we also had a young man who we were looking after for the weekend, Jonah. That's right, remember? And he came with us, and it's the first time he's ever been away with us. It's the first time he's ever really left his mom. So, uh, as you do, you know, it's a bit fear and trepidation. He stayed with us. Um, And I said to Ellen um, after a few days, I I, I think we might need... um, might need to get some things, some 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 rewards, as it were. And as it were, we needed some rewards. Cause Jonah's not always the angelic person that you see <laughs> before us this morning. Cause sometimes sometimes he has these moments. <laughs> his mum and dad, I'm sure will agree, he's not always like his big brother Jacob, right? And sometimes he needs a little oh, falling backwards he needs a little bit of uh, an incentive to do the things that you'd like him to do, because he's got this thing that he likes to do, what he likes to do, if you know what I mean. So um, one of the issues he sometimes has, is sleeping. And um, Jonah was in our room. he was in an airbed by the side of us, and I had the side where Jonah was. And uh, first night, went to bed, great, no problems whatsoever, went to sleep. But then in the morning, a little face joins me by the side of the bed and says, is it morning yet? <laughs> and this was about uh, ten past six in the morning. So I'm used to getting up early, but on holidays, you like to have a bit of a line, don't you? So he, uh, he, he was keen to get up and get going. Um, So I said to him, Jonah, if you can stay in bed till at least 7 o'clock, I might have something for you. I might have a little gift for you, a little present to get you to get to 7 o'clock. And that's what you have to do with children sometimes. You have to give them this little incentive, a little reward, something that they can earn, (laughs) that they can look forward to if they do what you want them to do and not what they want to do. So I, I dangled the carrot, and I said, Jonah, tomorrow, let's see if we can get past the 7 o'clock mark. And I dangled a little carrot. And amazingly, it worked. It worked. He, 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 he went past 7 o'clock. I think it was about 10 past 7 when he woke up. So I had an extra hour of sleep. So then I had, to, I had to obviously give the reward because he He'd, he'd done what I asked him to do. So I've, I've brought the reward with me this morning. He hasn't had it since. You'll have to get one of these. They're really good. Uh, this is called, hang on, what's this called? Good incentive, this is. This is called, oh, I think he's got, he wants to demonstrate this, you see. This is called Blizzard Bubbles. Have anybody ever seen one of these before? Oh, fantastic. This is the new way, New. you, you want to demonstrate it for me, mate? So right, what you do, you get this, like like a glue pen, and you stick it on there like that. Okay. And then what you do, mate? <laughs> wow. You get a blizzard of bubbles. Undo it again, Cause in case I missed it. <laughs> so, okay, you can go take that back. mate. So, if you want to get a blizzard of buzzle, bubbles, own bargains. Only a few pounds. <laughs> and it works. Okay, mate, you can go <laughs> your So, that made me think about, about rewards. And that's what I want to talk about this morning. I want to talk a little bit about rewards. And um, the things that we will do to get a reward or to get recognition. And... Um, some verses I want us to read in God's word in Matthew chapter 10 and verses 40 to 42. If we can have those up. It says this. He who receives you receives me, and he who receives me receives the one who sent me. Anyone who receives a prophet, because he is a prophet, will receive a reward's profit reward. And anyone who receives a righteous man, because he is a righteous man, will receive a righteous man's reward. And if anyone gives even a cup of cold water to one of these little ones, because he is my disciple, I tell you the truth, he will certainly not lose his reward. And that's what I really want to think about this morning That verse 42, even a cup of cold water given in his name will not lose its reward. You think about that. That's amazing. There are three promises in these verses. And the first one is this, anyone who welcomes you will welcome me. And anyone who welcomes me will welcome the one who sent me. You know, this morning we all have an opportunity as believers to connect people to God. We have an opportunity to connect people to God. So when we come into contact with people, people can experience God through us. That's a lovely promise, isn't it? Anyone who welcomes me welcomes the one who sent me. So wherever you go today or tomorrow, you can be someone that connects people to our God and our Saviour. Secondly, the second promise. We will become a source of blessing to others. We will become a source of blessing of blessing to others. I'm just going to read to you um, a message that was sent a couple of weeks ago now. I don't know where it was sent, but we had a copy for those who, who were on the Manor House chat. We had a, a copy of this message, and I'm just going to read it to you. This is from a, f- a family at the Manor House, and this is what It says, Today was going to be my last week, as my husband is back at work, and I feel someone else should benefit from this now. Thank you for everything. You are the most welcoming, friendliest, kindest, non-judgmental group of people I've ever met. Keep up the good work. You make a massive difference to people's lives. Keep up that great work, everyone we really do make a difference. And that's something that somebody sent from the manor house this week. So the people who involved in the manor house who are here this morning, how does that make you feel? How does that make you feel? Is it rewarding? You feel like you've done something? That you've been recognised? you've been appreciated that somebody's took the time to send that message because you've served them and maybe just given them maybe not a cup of cold water but you've provided that family with food that they wouldn't have had if they hadn't come to the manor house you know That makes me feel proud as a member of this church that we have been able to provide somebody who is in need an helping hand, just like Jesus would. And I'm sure when you hear that message, for those who are working at the manor house, that you feel appreciated and you feel that you've been recognised. And it's lovely, isn't it, when somebody recognises what you do. But thirdly, the third promise is, we will be remembered for the tiniest acts of kindness. The tiniest acts. It doesn't have to be a big thing. Even a cup of cold water. You know, we hear the story in the Bible, don't we, of the feeding of the 5,000? And that's recorded in all four Gospels. All because one little boy gave up his lunch. A very small thing, Meant a very big thing that God recorded in all four of his gospels to remind us that this little gift this boy gave was going to be rewarded and will be remembered for many years to come. Even a cup of cold water, even the smallest thing. So just look at these, these things and what it means. Look at the person who gives. Look at the person who gives. It's anyone. Anyone. doesn't have to be a leader of a church or a Sunday school teacher or a pastor or a minister or an elder. It's anyone. Anyone is able to do and give this gift. Nobody is excused from this. Look at the recipient. Look at the recipient. Somebody in need. We look around us today and there are lots of needs. You don't have to look far to find somebody who has a need. Look at the action required. Very little preparation in giving a cup of cold water. It's turning a tap and putting a cup underneath Doesn't take long to do, but it's still very important. Look at the certainty of the reward. Jesus said, Even a cup of cold water will not go without its reward, he won't miss it, he'll see it, he'll see it, it's noticed, and that's what is required and all of us are capable of doing it this morning, we're all qualified in building the kingdom because we all can do these little acts of small random kindness to people. You know, God sees and God rewards. You know, it's nice to be rewarded, isn't it? Especially when you're appreciated for things that you do, maybe at work. You know, we've, we recently... Um, at work, we had, um because we were one of the key workers, as it were, and we worked through the pandemic and we didn't have any days off unless you had COVID, um, our company decided to treat us to a day out at Bear Grylls. So that was really good. We had lunch and we did the activities, including like skydiving out of a, that was quite an experience, but that was company's way of thanking us for working through the pandemic and it's nice to be rewarded isn't it by the people that you work for but that do isn't always the case isn't it sometimes we can we not get appreciated or maybe we don't get the things that we we should have got that we wanted maybe we don't get the pay rise that we deserve but that's the thing with earthly rewards you don't always get the earthly rewards, do you? But it's good to know that we will get our heavenly rewards. The Bible says this in Colossians chapter three, it says this: "Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord. Not for men, since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward. It is the Lord. Jesus Christ, that you are serving. Joe was talking about this on Tuesday. That's who we're serving. It's not the companies we work for. Ultimately, we should be serving the Lord Jesus Christ. And He is the one we should be serving. And He is the one that we should be working for. But the good news is that God believes in recognition and reward. He has a place He has a reward for us if we work for him. He has provided for us and we will get what we deserve for the things that we do. There will be a day of judgment. There will be a day of reckoning when our account is brought before the Lord. And we'll be appreciated for the things that we've done. Even the things that people haven't seen. You might say, well... You know, should we be doing things to be recognized by people? Should we be doing things to get that thank you and that praise that we deserve? In, in Matthew chapter 6, Jesus taught this about rewards. Be careful not to do your acts of righteousness before men. To, to be seen by them, if you do, you, you will have no reward from your Father in heaven. So when you give to the needy, do not announce it with trumpets as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and on the streets, to be honoured by men, I tell you the truth, they have received their reward in full. Jesus teaches us here that our desire for rewards should be the reward from God and not the reward from man. That is the important thing. Don't compare our earthly rewards with our eternal rewards. You know, earthly rewards... Often don't last. They're very temporary. They're here one minute and then gone the next. But what we should be striving for is striving for the eternal reward. I wonder how many of us are thinking about the day when we we go to, to be with the Lord and we hear those wonderful words that I'm sure we would all like to hear when it says, Well done good and faithful servant. I wonder how many people, even in the last few years here at this church, have heard those words. Well done, good and faithful servant. So I want to encourage you this morning to not think about earthly rewards, but to think about eternal rewards. And have those forever eyes that see the long-term picture and to serve the Lord in little things that God can do. That God is watching all the things that you do. And when you're working for the Lord and for His approval, you don't become a slave to people, you become a slave to God, as it were. You no longer kill yourself for for your company, you're serving the Lord. And you're trying to do those things that He wants you to do. But it's wonderful to know, isn't it, that we've got a God who gives us rewards. And they are eternal. And if we're smart enough, those are the ones that we'll desire. Those are the ones that will drive us. Those are the the ones that are, are our ambition. Have you got that desire this morning to hear those words? Well done, good and faithful servant. I'm just going to read two readings for us. In Matthew chapter 25 and verses 34 to 40. And then Matthew chapter 10 verses 1 to 8 says this then the king will say to those on his right hand come you who are blessed by my father take your inheritance the kingdom prepared for you since the creation of the world for I was hungry and you gave me something to eat I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink I was a stranger and you invited me in I needed clothes and you clothed me I was sick and you looked after me. I was in prison and you came to visit me. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you or thirsty and give you something to drink? When did we see you a stranger and invite you in or need some clothing and clothe you? When did we see you sick or in prison and go to visit you? The king will reply, I tell you the truth. Whenever you did this for one of the least of these brothers of mine, you did it for me. And that's what the Lord wants us to do. He wants us to do these things for Him. Not for reward, but doing them for Him because of our love for Him, for what He's done for us. And then we will receive that reward. And just the other verses in Matthew chapter 10, Verses 1 to 8. The kingdom of heaven is to proclaim this message. He called the 12 disciples to him and said, and gave them the authority to drive out evil spirits and to heal every disease and sickness. These are the names of the 12 apostles. First, Simon, who is called Peter, and his brother Andrew. James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John. Philip and Bartholomew, Thomas and Matthew, the tax collector, James son of Alphaeus and Tardius, son of Zealot and Judas Iscariot who betrayed him. These twelve sent out with the following instructions do not go among the Gentiles or enter any other town of the Samaritans go rather to the lost sheep of Israel and as you go preach the message the kingdom of heaven is near heal the sick Raise the dead, cleanse those who have leprosy, drive out demons freely. You have received freely, give. I wonder how many of you have done that this week. Has anybody cast out demons? Has anybody raised somebody from the dead? Has anybody healed somebody who was sick? But we all have an opportunity to give freely. We all have an opportunity to give that small thing to help someone this week. How many of you have done that? Even a cup of cold water given in my name. That's what the Lord wants us to do. It's a kingdom of going and doing. Jesus was saying, this is what you need in the kingdom. This is what you need to advance the kingdom. A small, random act of kindness can bring light in the darkness and bring hope. And all it takes is someone who knows someone who has a need and does something about it. What does it mean to have that cup of cold water? Maybe some of you have had that cup of cold water this week. Maybe somebody's done something for you that's really touched your heart and you've thought, that's lovely. That's wonderful. It tells us that you've been noticed. And it tells us that you've been seen. And it tells us that God can reach even that person in need. You know, you and me... Can be God's hands this week for the kingdom to reach people with a cup of cold water, and it reminds us that we will receive a reward immediately and everlasting in heaven. You know there are people in the Bible who we admire in the Bible, and there are people who in this world who have done great things for God. One who comes to mind is Billy Graham. What a tremendous man of God he was. And when you think of his life and the things, the people he reached for the kingdom, you would like to give him a round of applause. Make no doubt about it because he was such an amazing man of God. But let me tell you this. No one will clap a cup of cold water. No one will clap a cup of cold water but Jesus does. Jesus recognizes even a cup of cold water and he will reward even the smallest gift, even the smallest thing that nobody else sees, he will see and will reward. It looks so small, doesn't it? Just some water. Just a cup of cold water. But in God's eyes, It's worthy of an award when it's given in the right way, in the right person, in need. You know, just that cup of cold water can make a big difference. The impact of small things can do these things. Number one, God is the God of small things, the smallest things. God is the God of small things. Out of small often comes great Often things, often out of small, often comes great. Small things make a big impact. Small things make big things possible. Small things are the pathway to promotion. Luke 6, verse 10 says this Whoever can be trusted with a little can be trusted with the much and lastly God blesses the small so I want to challenge you this morning I want to challenge you is there someone somebody that you need to give a cup of cold water to this week is there someone that you want to reach for the kingdom someone that you want to make contact with someone that you want to touch for Jesus.